0: Teaching,
1: preaching, the unknown, unknown,
0: unknown Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silva, and Dolly Howard This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio And welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show It is March 10, 2020 My name is Nancy Hopkins With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard So, um, hi Walt Uh, Good
2: evening Nancy, good evening Dolly Uh, Thank you everyone for being with us tonight on the show
1: Howdy (laughs) y'all
0: That would be Dolly Howard
1: (laughs) (laughs) Short and sweet (laughs) Oh hey
0: okay so um Dolly's all excited because she got something about pence what did you send me what is this
1: it's a picture um um let me open that
0: did you put it in chat already
1: yeah it's in Skype I don't know I don't know if I can get it into chat let me try to paste let me see if it'll go in. Well, some of a gun. See, I can't get things to paste in the in the chat. Very frustrating.
0: Okay, I'll get it for you, Pence. All right, hold on there, audience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I uh I did the Shungite show and then um. Oh. Oh my gosh! No. I just couldn't. How'd I do that? What'd you do? No.
1: Get me out to share screen. Oh wait, there's
0: an X. Oh, okay.
1: I'm under control.
0: <laughs> no, I would never. I would never go that far. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just did.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: All right. And the funny thing is, Pence is on the TV right now on Fox. Uh, they're talking about. The coronavirus Task Force, and and he definitely <laughs> looks different than uh than the dude in 2017. And if you flip on Fox, you can see it for in real life time even that how he looks now.
0: Um. And your point, I mean, he could have been, you know, going to a gym, he could have been taking vitamins, he could well, have it's been...
1: Diff- like, like Walt said, it's a different jawline, it, it, it's a different head shape, the eyes are different. Well, Walt didn't say all that, he just said the jawline, look at the nose, nose is different.
0: No, I, I can't buy this, because I've done too much photography. This is lighting, this is a lot of things. Okay. I, I, I'm not going to buy into this. I, you and know. did
1: you hear on July 4th, 2019, the announcement when they said that the VP, his airplane in mid-flight, the name was changed to SAM-239? Huh? No, you didn't hear that. Back in July 4th, 2019, I can't believe I didn't talk to you about it back then. Anyway, when the plane was up in the air going home from the July 4th activity with Trump intents there was this announcement that was made that the vice president's airplane name was changed to SAM-239. When is the last time in history you ever heard of the any? Vice President's airplanes being renamed in mid-flight.
0: Well, I don't know because I've never heard it. I mean, it, it's I never I said to come. Dolly that
2: it made me, it, it reminded me of when they took out the original Bush, remember that Barbara was there and they had this big dinner And he went down, and then everybody agreed that the guy who stood up wasn't the one that went down. That's what it reminded me of when she said that, because I'm thinking, okay, so the original went into the plane, but it wasn't the original that came out. That's why they changed the name in mid-flight.
0: That's what Well, if people were saying. You conspiracy (laughs) buffs, you drive me nuts. I love
1: it.
0: Now listen, if you were going to plan such a thing, would you announce it to the world mid-flight?
1: Yeah. Why
0: Why? not? Why would you? Because then Dolly Howard's out there telling people, Pence is dead! Pence is dead!
1: (laughs) I'm not saying he's dead. I'm saying he was
0: replaced. Well, that would kind of indicate that he might have died or something.
1: Well, Well, he he was just renovated like a house. Somewhere else, yeah.
0: (laughs) Guantanamo Bay? Right. Wherever anywhere else
1: he, his wife got one of those envelopes, remember
0: I do remember I do remember and I've wondered because um, the pence that I'm seeing now I like
1: yes he has good vibes the other pence I never liked him he had bad vibes but since uh the different pants appeared. He's been his eyes, oh my gosh. His eyes are so much better. They aren't black when I look at him and sunken in. Um, but he has good vibes too. And he seems to give a poop. Whereas before he just didn't seem to care about the peoples. And that's what I got from him.
0: So, are you supposing that this is a clone, or are you supposing that this is a, an E.T. who has been m- manipulated to look like Pence?
1: Oh, I never thought of E.T. <laughs> I never thought of that. Talk about a conspirator. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I thought was either a clone or a, or a, what do you call them? A double phone, or a double, is what I thought. I didn't even think E.T.
0: <laughs> what do you think, Well, Get that pendulum out. Let's ask the pendulum. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, <laughs> let's do that.
0: I'm because be we brother. know
1: that the posse won't answer that.
0: Yeah, the posse okay. doesn't answer the really critical questions.
1: I know. I'm going to ask him anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to trust it's their answer.
2: A- isn't it kind of demoralizing all that uh, political neutrality they hold on to makes you wonder right what's the politics on the other side like Okay, remember the the rules Uh, ask the question mentally don't tell me what it is Uh, just let me know when
1: it's been asked and who's asking it Nancy she says it better than I do Okay. go ahead Okay,
2: you asked the question already? Okay. What's the answer to Nancy's question now? I'm getting yes.
0: What did you ask? Okay, we better do this again, because in in the middle of thinking about it, I changed the question, and then I went, oh, wait a minute, so yes or no, now I just changed the question, so, okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let
2: me know
0: when you ask it. Okay, I'm asking again. I mean, I asked the question, I just asked it in the wrong way, so let me get it again. Okay, go ahead. What is the answer to Nancy's
2: question now? I'm getting yes I don't know what you asked
0: okay I did I said is this the same man that got elected pres- vice president of the United States so yes it's Pence
1: I don't believe it
0: <laughs> oh she you're you're not believing the pendulum
1: absolutely correct <laughs> I don't know maybe he had surgery who knows
2: Wait, wait changed a minute, you, all that you, guys are, you guys are leaving out some one, in all your numbering possibilities, you left out one. What? What if he's from another reality? He's an—he's another Pence. Because I, I had a reality shift this last week. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you guys had it, experienced it, because i I never, I always, as far back as I can remember... I'm always envious of people that can say exactly what day it is, what date it is, what time it is. I never have a consistent perception of time. I always have to look it up. I either look at the date on the newspaper, look at the time on the watch, look at the time on the computer. But last week I felt, you know, really good about myself because I was keeping track of the jobs that I had to make and ship. And since the resin takes a 48-hour cure before it can be worked on, and I always have this this uh, routine where twenty four the first twenty four hours the the piece is in the infrared oven, then the next twenty four hours the piece is indoors, so it's in room temperature, and then the next day I can work on it, and then I can pack it up, and ship it. So I'm following this you know very steady rhythm rhythm, and I know that Saturday, uh, Tuesday is the radio show, then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and then if i ship stuff on on saturday i have to make sure that i'm done early in the morning because they close early they at 1 p.m. they're already closed so okay so i get a uh, you know i have to i get ready the package i said to my mom i have to go to the post office it's it, today they close at 1 and uh, I, the you know the customer already paid so i have to make sure that it's packed up and shipped out so I get to the post office and I see the, the regular girl there at the counter and I said, Oh, you must be so happy today. It's a short day for you. And she goes, What do you mean? And I said, Well, don't you doesn't the, the post office close at one today on Saturday? And she goes, No, <laughs> today is Friday. I've been working since five and I have to leave at five. So today I'm doing a twelve hour shift. And when I told I was so astounded, you know. And I told my mom, and she was she's always good about the time, whatever. I, that's why I've always ended up asking her, what day is today? Or do you have an idea what the time is? But she was astounded as well, because in her mind, she was sure that it was Saturday. But no, it was only... only <laughs> I got to the post office, and it turned out to be uh, Friday. So we, I guess last week was eight days long. It had an extra day. <laughs> an, extra, uh, an extra Saturday, it was the weirdest thing. And we we asked she asked on her by her she asked with her pendulum if we had experienced a reality shift, and she kept getting yes. So I don't know if you guys experienced anything remotely like it.
1: Well, did you feel different, or have you? Yeah, spin? I was
2: I was absolutely sure that it was Saturday. Not only that, when Saturday found the legit will the collectively approved Saturday appeared that the energy outside felt so uh, torpid and slow and depressing like every traditional Sunday I have ever. Sundays are always so depressing. It's like the, the energy is low. Uh, I guess everybody is kind of depressed that the next day they have to go to work. But Saturday felt like Sunday to me. The energy was completely wrong for a Saturday.
0: I bet I know what happened. I bet I know what happened. See, you and your mom, you you probably didn't exactly do a reality change. They changed the clocks on you. But instead of one hour, they went one day in your mind. See, it's it's simple.
2: You just... But this happened before the clock changed. This clock changed. Oh, happened darn, this, then. It happened this Sunday. I'm talking about the other Sunday. <laughs>
0: well
1: Walt have you felt different since then
2: Um, have you noticed
1: anything looking different
2: looking different no just the the field of the energy uh, a whole day will go by and it's like time just stops you don't even hear the sound of traffic
0: or anything yeah I've had that
1: quite a while now
0: Well, you you know, let's go back to the Blue Meteorite for a second. Because, um, okay, I was on uh, uh, Project Camelot on Friday. And it was uh, not the best show I've done. It was the longest damn show I've ever done. More than two hours? No, it felt like two days. Oh, wow. (laughs) But it was terrible <laughs> we don't want to get into right. the, we don't want to oh, get okay. into we don't want to get into the details but essentially um, I was trying to tell the story about the blue meteorite, and I couldn't quite get it done so things happened and I said, you know this is this is way too important to just not do the best I can to get it out there so I took the first hour of Shungite reality radio show um, on, the, on the Tuesday after uh, the, the meteorite hit, and then I did an hour that we had done, then I did an hour that um, we did on Radio 5G, and I put it all together in a three-hour segment. And then I added uh, Andrew Bartz's explaining Shungite, and saying that it was uh, co- samples of code that created infinite power in a finite object. I did that that segment that he, uh, Andrew the the uh, for those that don't know who he is, he's called the uh, Galactic uh, Historian because he reads the Akashic record. Or record. So, um, and, and during that time that I was put his image up and and was playing, you know, what he did, um, I thought, oh, well, this is a good idea. So the next time that I needed kind of a, a break was between uh, two shows. I must give him somebody, you know, give him a break. I put up the new Shungite energy frequency that you gave me. Um, and we'll talk about that in a second. And then I got to the end of it and I put up a couple of things and I played the home home... Hono, 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 Pono, Pono, um, frequency. Okay? So it goes over, it's like three hours and ten, ten minutes, something like that. But as I am putting the, the last part of it together, it suddenly hit me. I mean, I'd already had the aha moment, oh, oh, I wonder what this is about. But then it was like, and what else should I do? And all of a sudden, I'm getting you know, Hopi Indians. I'm seeing them dance in front of me with the kachinas. And I'm going, why am I saying Hopi Indians? <laughs> I'm dancing. And then I went, oh, wait a minute. Blue star. Blue star. And somebody had mentioned that there was a prophecy, Hopi prophecy, blue star, which I had... It's come up many, many times. Every time there was something blue in the in the, in the the sky. Oh, it must be the Hopi Indian prophecy of the blue star. So I look it up. And... It isn't just Hopi Hopi Indian prophecy of the blue star, it's Hopi Indian prophecy of the blue star Kachina. And that it ushers in the fifth world. And I'm looking at this thing and I did I put it up, I put the slide up, and then you know, had the homo ho oh, 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 no pono pono frequency plane. Now if if a kachina is a god, okay. So think of what I had said about it. I went and tried to find out, you know, where would this come from, and I saw a face. Did I see a face of a kachina? Was what was this the blue star that has been prophesied by the ancient Hopis forever? Is it? Well. I, you know, was like, we'll see. And now you're telling me that you have had a reality change. So, Walt, you might be in the fifth world. And as long as you're there, can you tell me what the hell it is? <laughs> 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 what, what, because well, I it's meant, your reality,
2: so it is whatever you want it to be.
0: <laughs> that, that's, that's true, that's true. Um, so, we got to talking about the meteorite on... Um, uh on uh say what and okay, so this thing went up this this three hour thing went up late last night, early this morning, you know, I mean probably I don't know, one, two o'clock in the morning, I think. I don't know. But it's already got five hundred and twenty five views. I've never had a show that went that fast that was my own. So What it, show
1: was that, Nancy?
0: It's this three-hour special that I've put up. that has got an hour from three different radio shows. I'm just talking Blue Meteorite. And, um, so you made this special? Yes. Show? Yes. Oh, no
1: wonder I didn't know about it. Okay, where can I find it?
0: Uh, well, I'll give you the, the YouTube. I'll give it to you right now. Um most of the people that listen to us, you know, they may have heard all all the shows already. Um there we go. Okay, uh, putting that in there and doing that. Um
1: Cool, thank you.
0: Yeah. Uh so anyway, but I I meant okay, so we did a little bit on Shanghai today. And then um I said, Oh, I've gotta I've gotta look up this fifth world because I wanted to talk to you about it and I'm doing a few things and all of a sudden I'm like oh my god I gotta lay down I was just like boom like crashing so I lay down I set the alarm I laid down I set it because I gotta change the from the simulcast of Mona back to the station I put the alarm on I get up I do that I was like oh my god I still gotta lay down uh, since the show this morning I have not been able to stay awake oh wow and I slept fine last night. When, when that happens to me, I ha- I, my interpretation is that they need me to be doing something else. And by the time I couldn't get going after the first hour, I'm going, I must be doing energy work, you know? So I lay down, and I'm going, like, what do you need? Because a lot of times, um, it, they just want a mantra, i've 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 spent hours doing you know the same word over and over and over and over and over again because they wanted that energy for whatever they were doing because they do all the time but i i just got the thought in my mind what what is it that you want me to do and the next thing i know i'm waking up startled because i don't know where i am i don't know what time it is i don't know anything and i'm looking around and i'm looking i'm going like Well, this is really weird. And so I try to get it going again, and I had to lay back down for another hour. Now, this is very unlike me. So something is um, happening out there. That's all I know. Um, Well, that
2: happened to me yesterday. I couldn't stay awake.
0: Oh, okay. I had to
2: drag myself to get things done. As soon as I would sit on the sofa, uh, (laughs) I had to keep my eyes open with scotch tape or something. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> See, when that happens to you, you're probably a lot better off if you just lay down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because... It, Definitely. It, it, there's, they, it, it may be, maybe we have to do something on the etheric side. They got us doing something important. I don't know what it is. But this happens once in a while. It's not the first time. Uh, and normally, I never quite know what it is that was happening. But something is happening out there. And um, and then the next thing I know is that Dolly's saying Pence isn't Pence. <laughs> I, you know, I'm looking at that picture and I'm not going to argue with you because of the eyes. When you said the thing about the black eyes... Yes. Um, I I kind of agree with you right this second as I'm looking at it because his eyes in the... 17 picture looks very kind of black and yeah and, and it's not it's weird. so what does that signify Dolly what what, what do you think has happened?
1: Well um, I was asking I don't know who I was asking because this was back back when the envelopes were passed out. And Hillary got all excited about seeing someone come in, so did the other ones. And so whoever I was talking to, I asked him why, who did they get excited about because I didn't see who they were getting excited about. Well,
0: this was, was just let me this was a George Bush senior's uh, funeral.
1: yeah, yeah. And so I think it was Colleen, and she said, "Well, it was Pence. They got all excited about Pence, and I said, well, why? He's he's Trump's VP. And then, whoever it was, went on and explained to me that Pence is purportedly the, the grand wami or grand woo-woo or whatever in the uh, cabal group, uh, religious type group thing and that's why they were almost drooling on themselves and I thought they were going to even uh, bow down with this excitement in them But I, so I just kept that to myself until right now I'm sharing it
0: No, you um, shared it at the time because we had a discussion about it and I agreed absolutely to what you saw because oh. yeah, because the camera was on Hillary, and you know Hillary was next to uh, uh, Carter, but he was Jimmy Carter. He was he was not in this group that we're and talking poor about. Poor little
1: dude. Yes, he <laughs> was. Kind, he was <laughs> kind
0: of like he kept looking around a little confused. Yeah. You yeah. know, and um, th- and uh, next to her was of course Billy, and then next to Billy was Michelle, and then there was Obama. But uh-huh. the it was Clinton, the Clintons that were really in the in the picture. But behind them was Biden. Oh yeah, remember that? And and yeah. yes, they all looked up and they all got excited. You know, and then it turned out to be Pence. So you your reading on that was exactly true. And right after that is and maybe people don't know about this, but during this you do you mind me just filling in for you,
1: yeah, please do okay
0: when so President Bush the first is being buried, so you got you know the 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 old presidents on one side, you got George Bush uh and the family on the other side, and of course by now Trump is President of the United States, so Trump was on the side with with Georgie, right yeah, I think so yes, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> What happened was that they they got they all got situated and they're all sitting around and they're doing their niceties niceties and then they start looking at the uh, what do you call that the pamphlet that they handed out you know that's probably got prayers or what you know how those things go the program huh what
2: the program the ceremony the program, program. Yeah, yes I yes understand. yes
0: yeah. so they all start looking at that and, and the first one that we noticed was Hillary. Because when she opened it up, the envelope was right there to the page she opened up. And she kind of like glanced at it, then looked looked at it sort of, and then just, you know, stone-faced as could be, just closed it. But the then what happened is behind her, Joe Biden is going, you know, and you could virtually read his, what the hell is this about? Yes. And he's, got, he's holding the paper, right? Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. then, um, Mich- was it Michelle or I don't? I don't remember Obama himself. But I think it was Michelle. Michelle then opened up the program, and she had a reaction. You could see the paper again, but then they got Pence opening it up too, and that's his wife, yeah, his wife. And that's yeah. when that's when um, you know we all figured, oh well, this is right. Pence is the is the the soon to be you know, controller of the country, the Antichrist for all I knew at that moment and I really did have I would never had a good feeling about him but when he started up with being, you know, the head of this uh, and we're not going to call it what it's called we're going to call it the bug because YouTube is added to their list of trigger words so anything related to the CV uh, we're just going to call it the bug um, yeah. So uh, yeah, since he's been head of the the bug platoon, <laughs> <laughs> I have been just so impressed with him. Yes. His energy's been positive. He's been very—I hate to say it—but presidential. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like he's in charge. So, um, and at first, I completely dismissed what you're saying to me, and I'm looking at the smaller picture, not the bigger picture. I'm going to blow that up again. Yeah, his eyes are not black. When I blow it up, it's not black. But they're...
1: They're not right. They're
0: not right. If you study the eyes, they're kind of dead. Whereas you look at the one now, and he's got... They're full of life.
1: Yes. Uh, The old eyes are scary to me. They, they, They make my hair stand up in a bad way.
0: Well, I hate to say it, but they kind of remind me of lizard eyes. Oh, hey.
1: Yeah, that could be too Even the
0: color. We have a lot Uh of lizards around here. I've made friends with quite a few of them. Wow. It makes you wonder
2: that the the first image is uh, an animated vehicle, because when someone is not fully in their body, that's what their eyes look like. When they're fully in their body, you can immediately see the light coming out of it. In fact, that's one of the Uh, funny pictures Uh, Inelia Benz was able to find photos of her when she was a little girl she was 3 years old and that was her problem she was tripping on things and falling on her face because she was never fully inside the body she would see things from above and behind her head so she couldn't see immediately what's in front of her so she would bump into things or trip and fall so when the mother asked her what's wrong with you, why do you keep falling, and she says, I can't see in front of me. All that I see in front of me is the back of my head. And then the mother said, get in your body right now. And she was so startled by what the mother said that she went into her body, and all of a sudden, she could start seeing from her eyes, and she put the pictures in the Facebook, and you immediately see the difference in the two in the two photos, because in one, like, there's, there's nothing... Like, the, the lights are on, but no one's home. And in the second photo, you can totally see that the, the little girl is, you know, she's inside her body because the eyes are full of life. So that's one of the things that uh, if for those people that read David Icke and all those that talk about uh, reptilians and blah, 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 that's one of the things that they say that a lot of these people that are reptilian manipulated is because the reptilian ent- entity plugs into the two bottom chakras of the spine the sacral and the root chakra and the person is walking around like a living person but it's, it's exactly the same image of somebody pushing a shopping cart in a, super mall, in, a in a in a supermarket because the human is really not, not aware how he or she is being used because there's another entity plugging into the chakra system controlling you know what it's doing and how it's doing it and that's one of the things that they have in common that they don't they don't look completely there if you study the eyes so who knows maybe this guy was controlled at one point and now he's not anymore
1: I don't know
0: that's interesting because of course oh I
1: think he was controlled oh sorry
0: well no I mean that's an interesting thing is that maybe they found an antidote for this control over certain people maybe he's been saved Maybe he's got his (laughs) soul back. I don't think so. (laughs) He was
1: just too... I got too evil of a feel from him. And look how they were worshipping him, basically. I don't know if he was uh, in one of those savable positions. Or had he gone too far? I don't know. I I don't know.
0: I'm not going to... Remember, audience, this this is called reality sci-fi for a reason. <laughs> this show, <Yes. laughs> yeah.
1: Um, Don't take my words to the bank.
0: <laughs> well, what? Who do you think? Where did they get the news, pence?
1: Well, my thought was a clone or a double. And here's the scenario I had made up in my head. Now, this is a story, y'all. Once I learned about the airplane, and it was renamed In the Air, and the announcement was made public, um, my thought was, wow, I bet he never saw this coming, that they probably had... Whoever, whatever they replaced him with, the clone or the double, on the airplane, did this while he was at the speech thing. And then when he got on the airplane, I'm visualizing the struggle of his people against the White Hats. And the White Hats won, ergo the new name of the airplane to Sam 3 something. And uh, they wanted to make the announcement so the rest of the good guys knew it came off okay. Um, the mission was done successfully. That's the story I had in my head.
0: Well, uh, now let's let's go flash back. There, you're saying this all happened on July 4th.
1: Yeah, last
0: year. Okay, of 19. If you remember, on July 4th of 19, there was supposition that John Kennedy Jr. was going to replace Pence in an announcement at Ru, Ru, Mount Rushmore by Trump.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Remember that? Oh, and, yeah. And um, But it never happened.
1: They weren't ready.
0: Well, you're saying that this weekend they did. So what I'm saying is maybe they have done... Plastic surgery to John Kennedy Jr., and now he looks like Pence. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe what you just said? It makes more sense than he's a clone. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> like I've been telling Russell all day, we'll see. Okay. Stranger
2: things have happened now.
0: Huh? What we got to yeah. do? What we got to do out there? You know, our our chat room is go find a picture of. I know that they're out there. The aging of uh, uh, what's his name, Fuchsia uh, Victor. Go see if you can find a picture of him, and then put him side by side with Pence, and see 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 if it doesn't look the eyes. Check the eyes, you know. Yeah, you maybe, know, maybe, 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 maybe that's just, that's who he is.
1: <laughs> we'll see.
0: Uh, boy, we would be good fiction writers. Maybe we missed our our calling. Calling? Yeah. Who the hell would believe our fiction? <laughs> it's, it's way way out there.
1: Well, Russell also sent me another one that was really far out, and I just laugh and I said where in the world did you hear that oh my God.
0: she has made her son into a conspiracy buff
1: no he was there to start with <laughs> let me see if I can find what he said. oh I think it was on the phone not in Facebook I saw I just I said what are you talking about hey. Well here here I found it. Oh my gosh. Um okay. Pence stepped down. Clone is VP. New VP has already been sworn in. And he and I had talked just a few minutes before we came on here. And I said, Russell, I figured that it was at the airplane thing. He agreed. Reset is inevitable. He thinks our country is going to be reset somehow. Nation will be shut down in week or so. Worst case, six weeks. So I said, "What? Where did you hear that?" <laughs> I'm sitting here laughing. Oh, so when he, we were talking, we were just laughing about that stuff. It's just stuff he picks up on the internet and. So stuff is happening now And I think that's why rumors are flying around Rampantly lately And so I told him, we'll see, boy
0: We'll Well, see Let's ask Walt Walt, have you Let's say, have you uh, Noticed any indicators of other things That might have changed When you did the reality shift? He
1: said a BRB Oh, he's back, okay Yeah, I'm back well, well,
2: other than feeling the, the difference in the energy, that's about – I'm not a, like you guys that are so extremely sensitive to well, that you, stuff.
0: Uh, your mom is. Has she said anything? Well, that's what That's what she – every time
2: there's a change, that's the first thing that she feels, that time is stopped. There's nothing – I mean, there is human activity outside, but you don't hear traffic, you don't hear – uh, sounds of, of anything—it's like you're in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> all of a sudden. And we got two major highways here, so you normally are able to hear, you know, that that distant murmur of traffic, but not even that. I mean, you're in the middle of the day; it's not like it's a day off or a holiday or anything like that. So, oh, and I, is I noticed somebody posted on. Another big change is somebody posted on Facebook that for the first time in 125 years, the equinox is going to fall on the 19th of March. I don't know how they go around figuring that. I thought that was more or less constant. Uh, But normally the equinoxes always fall on the 20th or 21st of the month where they happen. But this time they're saying it's going to be on the 19th. So... I, I'm not an an astronomer. I don't know how they do go around figuring that out. <coughs> I
1: have what, no but, idea. Yeah. I don't get into that stuff at all.
0: I I, I don't either. Um, I noticed that there was two times this in this last week or so that I did. I remember saying timeline change because of something that was out of place you know like i don't even remember i can't recall what it was but it was two episodes where um something was not right it's always been and now it's not and i I remember
2: the i think you used to label it the mandela effects every time you do a reality shift at the time we didn't know that's what it was and we kept naming it Mandela effect. Like, for example, um, uh, Colleen's Bible that she had that belonged to her grandmother, or great My grandmother, Bible. or your Bible or somebody's yeah. Bible, and it always said something, a, a specific passage about the, the lamb lion and the slept lion. slept
1: with the sheep. The, sheep, the lamb with, slept oh, with hmm. the
2: lion, and the all of a sudden, now the land. text yeah. is shifted. the wolf it, and the lamb. It doesn't say the same thing anymore. So. Nope. We labeled it Mandela effect to label it something, but that's a that's a blatant reality shift because you shifted into a reality with that that's that's different. Like the appear like the appearance out of nowhere of Joseph Cater's book. I mean, with all the stuff that we've been researching and investigating, that should have been right
1: up there, but it's like it it appeared out of thin air. <laughs> um. Well, Sam is saying because it's leap year. Oh, okay.
2: Okay, there you see. I don't. I don't know about uh astronomy calculations or any uh, any of that stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't either. Well, because the calendar's so screwed up to begin with. What's this leap year thing? Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: a, it's a correction because they're not well. Well, first off, the calendar is is incorrect the way it follows time anyway. Because the days are not twenty four hours long. And they broke up you know they broke up the year in in this uneven manner, so
0: yes, uh, um yeah. it's it's not the Gregorian Gregorian, the Gregorian calendar is not exactly accurate.
2: Well, how can you trust something that was implemented by the Roman Empire? I mean, if it's going to be implemented by them, it's going to be some kind of control device like everything else they've done. So...
1: <laughs> oh, that's another thing i am seeing. Sam said, they definitely seem to be using the virus as an excuse to shut down most public gatherings. Another thing I heard or saw today was that if they do plan to get rid of Pence and put in a new VP, um, that they're going to use the coronavirus to kill Pence off. (laughs) So they can put in a new VP, who they're speculating will be John Jr. (laughs) These rumors are just going crazy
2: today. Well, Fulford has got an interesting take on how they're planning on using the pandemic. So whenever you guys want to hear that, you let me know.
0: Okie okay, dokie, let's hear Fulford. Okay. we have
2: time? Yeah, we have time. Because it's only the, the, the first half of the report anyway. Uh, the, the title of the report is U.S. presidential election, comma, Tokyo Olympics canceled? Question mark. Engineered pandemic ushers in world government. The controlled demolition of the Hazarian mafia financial system is now visible for all to see. The 30% plunge in oil prices, the meltdown of stock and bond markets, and a freeze in world travel and trade are all being orchestrated in tandem with a fake pandemic, multiple sources confirm The pandemic, which is mostly a media event, and the financial collapse, which is real, are the cover being used to usher in a world republic. P3 Freemasons, Illuminati and CIA sources all confirm. The trigger event was the default on February 16th of the U.S. US corporate government, they say. The aim of this controlled demolition is to remove Satan-worshipping genocidal criminals from the apex of world power, Pentagon and other sources say. This will allow the release of forbidden technology and usher in a new age of wonder, they add. For example, old age will soon be a treatable condition, the sources say.
0: Well, there's the answer. There's the answer. See, Pence has already gotten the, the new upgrade. The treatment.
2: That would explain the, the being the same person. To make this possible, a ruling class that has been trying to kill us with pandemics, carcinogens, war, etc., is being systematically hunted down and brought to justice, they add. They elaborate, in quotes, U.S. troops sent to Europe for a NATO exercise may also engage in arrests of Zionist and deep state assets not just in Switzerland but Brussels, Antwerp, Berlin, Paris, Amsterdam, and London. Close quotes. Inside the U.S., meanwhile, the presidential election process has already degenerated into a farce with the Democratic nomination being obviously stolen for a senile, corrupt Joe Biden. Here's an example of the nonsense Biden is spewing. In quotes, if you want to nominate a Democrat, a lifelong Democrat, a proud Democrat, an Obama Democrat, join us. And then he (laughs) he provides a link from Zero Hedge. That says, stop calling it stutter. Here are a dozen of examples of dementia symptoms. <laughs> Let me copy this this link. I'll put it in chat.
0: So that was all that Wolfram no. said?
2: Oh. No, no. One CIA source summed up the situation in this way. In quotes, Trump is set to be the next president, and he will declare martial law. To protect the people, of course. It's estimated that up to 70% of Americans will be affected. Affected. He will cancel the elections. May he be the last president standing? In you know, question mark. He has been aware of this maneuver for a long time. The dominoes are starting to fall. Close quotes. The number of sealed indictments in the U.S. is now close to 160,000 and 1613 indictments have actually been acted upon so now it looks like many of these corporate crooks will finally end up in jail where they belong and here he provides a, interesting he provides a link to an actual document let me paste this here Uh, and also then the last paragraph that's incomplete says, this, there has also been a record number of corporate bosses quitting or losing their jobs since January. An NSA source elaborated by saying, the president has ordered a full-scale investigation of all communications across the... Um, the rest is a secret. <laughs> that's as far as I can read.
0: I know people are... Some people are upset that we're that you canceled your subscription. <laughs> I well, mean, they
1: can get one.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and the reason that he did that was because we, we were catching... I've always been disappointed at times in Ben's reporting because it's flat out not true. Um, and Walt always points out when I say this is that he tells you what he's being told. And I'm saying, yes, that's the problem. He's... He's being used by different factions, so he gets sometimes erroneous information. But he went through, you know, a, a few weeks where the errors were blatant. Uh, the one that, that kind of like took him off my radar altogether was when he said they were had the California fires so that they could put a train that would go, you know, from California to, uh, what was it, China? someplace in China. And uh, I'm going, but you'd have to go through Russian territory. How can you do this? It was like he didn't even know the geography of the world. And then he came up with... Um, so-and-so in this... Oh, they, the Soviet Union was going to nationalize their banks. And I'm going, they don't, wh- what are you talking about? It's always been a state bank. But I hadn't been in the ball game, and maybe something had changed for, you know, so I... Okay, maybe... But then I checked, and he said that the president of the bank had been assassinated, and this one had been fired, and I go and check, and neither, first off, the guy that's supposedly dead is alive, as of, you know, a month before this thing, and nobody seemed to be reporting any kind of a death at all, and and, and the person who was supposedly been fired was that week at a conference talking to people, so... Um, you know, I'm like, no, he's giving us too much garbage now to know what what the truth is. I would listen to him to see what they were trying to hide. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, there, there's that's the reason that Walt, Walt just said, yeah, okay, if, you're not, if you guys aren't interested, neither am I. Boom, right, Walt?
2: <laughs> yeah, and also one of the things is that um, how do we know that certain parts of the report are? deliberately written in a specific way because he's using the report to relay information and messages? I mean, is that like the intelligence community hasn't done it in the past? They'll conspiracy,
0: publish- I tell you. These people are all in conspiracy. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. Remember, trying- the, remember that... Um,
2: I always remember that because it. I think it must have been taken from real life. Remember that movie with Robert Redford um, where he... He worked at a CIA it must have been a CIA station or another intelligence station, and his job was to analyze magazines and periodicals and he he was analyzing the comics a specific comic that was being published and he discovered a conspiracy that the 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 comics were actually being used to relay coded messages and it had to do with some kind of illegal CIA operation in South America something I, I forget the title of the movie I think it was The Day of the Eagle or something and it, and, and it turns out that at one point he goes out of the building The Day of the Jackal? Uh, I don't all I remember the actor Max von Dove he was an assassin he was a hired assassin and there was a, a high-ranking senator involved in this whole thing. Uh, he steps out to get, I don't know if he went to get coffee or something to eat, and he comes back, and everybody in the in the building, it, it wasn't a lot of people, it was a small station, they are all dead, the receptionist, everybody in every room. A guy walked in dressed as a mailman, and he had this huge gun with a silencer, and he systematically went through every room, killing everybody. And, uh, at the, so the entire movie, he's escaping and trying to find out what the hell's going on. Why, why did they annihilate everybody in that station and in that intelligence station? And it was because of him, because he had been analyzing the comics that were being used to relay messages regarding this super illegal operation that they were involved in. And, and the thing escalated all the way up to, uh, the, the senator and a, a at the end of the movie, he's standing in the room there with the senator, and the assassin shows up, Max von And I forget the exchange between the characters, but instead of von, instead of Max von killing him, Robert Redford, he kills the senator. He goes, That was the best way to end this whole sh- <laughs> this whole shit show. And he goes, he says something like, I hear that Monaco is very. Is, the weather is very nice in Monaco this time of year. Like telling Robert Rufford, get the hell out of here and never come back. So that what got my attention is that I think that must have been based on real life. That they will use periodicals and other you know things that normally is something that the public would look like a comic, comic book. And actually, the text is written in such a way that it's actually relaying a message if you know how to read it, or if you have the cipher key, how to decipher the, the stupid text that you you might see in a comic.
0: Well, you weren't here when we did. Uh, you you you. That was when your voice was all gone, and Dolly and I did a show, but we played a clip from, the CEO and founder of Leader Technology, which is got the computer coding that's behind Facebook and the way that it works and YouTube oh, and yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. And how he,
2: he found out that the, these guys, their job was to steal technology and weaponize it. Um,
0: yeah. No, no, no. The story I want to tell is what... Okay, so they realized leader, leader Technology, which is one of like the biggest tech companies in the world. And this is the CEO telling the story. Mm. And uh, McKinney, I think his name is... It's up here someplace, but he, um, he, his people kept digging deeper and deeper into the um, octopus trails of every all these people being connected. In the in the, we just had on Cyrus Parsa, and he has done the same thing. And he found a thousand. He studied a thousand different companies, and found their interconnectedness, and that they were all working on these uh, robotic uh, machines. So it was the same kind of, you know, just research. It's all there. You just have to be know what you're looking, or not know what you're looking for, but at least follow these, these breadcrumb trails. And what was most disturbing to them was the fact that the reason that Facebook and everybody had the patents was because the United States Patent Office had given them to them under auspices mm-hmm. of whoever, right? Um, but as they looked into it deeper, they ended up back with Cecil Rhodes and his group of people. And that was um, from South Africa came this this concept of, of uh, at first was the whites will rule the world very fascist in and in a, in Nazi is Nazi I should say versus fascism but Nazi in its philosophy that um, and then it turned into the English speaking world um, so apparently if you're black and you speak speak English you, you're okay eh, right but what it, what happened, and remember you've got somebody that's got tremendous amount of money and they began to research dark history, uncovering what is there, it's just not been looked at and what happened was that this group of people whose names I don't remember right now um, decided to establish an international intelligence community that included what was in its foundations the CIA but M, 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 uh, MI6 and to use the multimedia newspapers and magazines and, and television well, and, and movies as their intelligence structure. Okay, so the mass media is part of the very intelligence network of what we've come to call the cabal.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. That's why they own all the media companies.
0: It's all there's. There's six companies that own everything in the world, and they're all connected. Even the ones you don't would wouldn't even imagine. They're all connected. So, um, well, Fulford, Fulford, you know, you never know when Fulford's telling you the truth. <laughs> Uh, some well, things- one of the
2: things is that he has said things that have then, a few days later, have been published in normal media outlets. Like for example, in his report was the first time that I read about this uh, Harvard professor that was arrested for sharing uh, genetics information with China, and two of his two of his uh, Chinese students turned out to be Chinese operatives, and the uh, thing seemed to have taken. Part in this pandemic thing, uh, he was getting $50,000 a month in, in some kind of payback from the Chinese. And it was full for the first one to talk about this guy. And then a few days later, here he is in the, in the news that he just got arrested. And they also, uh, detained. I don't know if the students have been arrested or because they're foreign nationals. Maybe they were just, uh, interrogated. So that part of it was not that far off the mark
0: no and i agree that sometimes we do get valid information it's just we don't know what's true and what's not yeah um for the listening audience at the top let me take a moment to thank the people who make intergalactic distribution of this
1: show possible mystical wares in mount vernon washington friends do you wish to lift the veil of earthly duality Is it time to develop your personal code of conduct and morality? Then head on down to Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon, Washington, where you will meet like-minded people just champing at the beat to support you. Whether you are looking for gifts or tools for personal development, when you visit Mystical Wares, you will be in your element. Online or on location, you'll be sure to give them a standing ovation. A day at Mystical Wares is a day well spent, and their customer service, well, it's heaven sent. Mysticalwares.com. It's the bomb!
0: All right, so where are we at? We finished Fulford, and. Are we done?
1: I had heard a lot of what Fulford had said today. I just. I heard so much. I got such a big download today that. I didn't share all of it, and I can't even remember all of it until I hear it again.
0: So, what we're looking at is the possibility that everything we've been reporting since um, time began <laughs> in the Trump era um, regarding the, you know, the, the the arrest based on all of these. Um, closed closed indictments and the fact that there is going to be a financial reset. And I will say that um, normally when they're about to default there is a tremendous amount of angst. They Oh, the government's going to go broke and blah, 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 blah. And I did not recall seeing anything really regarding the debt. But then again I wasn't you know, paying attention. Um, so, what we're going to have is is that 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 they're that they're closing. They'll close all the banks and all this stuff, so that people are just shut down because of this paranoia over this flu. Um, that definitely has a five G connection. Uh, I have a map, and I will put it up on the thingy. And Michael and I are going to be talking about it um, tomorrow regarding the fact that 5G is all over China. It has been for, you know, quite a while now, quite a while by, you know, maybe a year and a half, two years. But they keep adding more and more. I mean, the first 5G installations that I know of happened with the Olympics, the Winter Olympics in uh, South Korea. So they've had 5G up for a while, and where do you have an outbreak of this bug? Mm-hmm. South Korea. The map. Somebody, there's a there's a website out there that shows all of the 5G. Well, not all, but as much as that they can find their find uh, 5G installations, and you can actually, you know, find out who's doing it. And I mean, it's, it's very good. I'll put that link up too. And they took uh, a map of, you know, the 5G installations. And then they took a map, an official map. They're coming from the CDC. They're coming from, you know, uh, this, this website that's proven itself to be very accurate and reliable. And they put them on, you know, overlaid them. And boom, you've got bug outbreak where you've got the 5G systems in. However, in China... The uh, the whole country is this way, so any big population has got 5G basically, and so that's not a real good proof of concept there. But then you look at the rest of the world, and we got the South Korea uh, episode where you know it's it's 5G. Italy turns out to have quite a big 5G structure, and they've closed that country down completely, completely. Um, other countries that have 5G are showing higher incidence of this bug. But the countries in Europe, right next to each other with no borders, okay, that don't have the 5G are, are, are very few cases or none at all. So you've got to look at this and you've got to say, is there something, you know, to this? And you've got the real, true, out-there conspiracy people who say that this bug is actually all been manufactured to explain the deaths being caused by the collapse of the immune systems that are now the people that don't have the immune systems are being uh, killed off because of the 5G, because the 5G has broken down their immune systems to begin with. And... On top of that, it, who's the people getting affected? the elderly, the people that have had immune comp uh, com, uh, compromise compromised because, compromise because of chemotherapy or other you know we, health issues that are involved. But the thing that stands out to me the most is that the children are not getting affected. Now, in every bug environment that I know of, uh, for instance, the common, in quotes, common flu. Um, there's a large. Well, there is a is a heavy percentage. I'm not sure wh- where it would fall in the larger bracket, but it's a heavy percentage of children that die from it. And the common flu, since November to February, has killed anywhere between 18 and 47,000 people in the United States, children included. But this sucker doesn't seem to affect children. Now, why would that be? You know, we think of them as being the most vulnerable. Well, if it's actually electromagnetic and not a bug, then it becomes, then it has an explanation. Because the way that electromagnetic energy gets to you is like you got a glass, and you start pouring water in it, and you keep pouring water. And for a long time, everything is fine until you get too much, and it starts to just go over the sides of the glass. It's the same thing with the human body, is that you can absorb and, and take a tremendous amount of this poison before, and it accumulates in your body. So obviously, the older people have been under EMF attack much longer than the children. And to me, that's like, ooh, now that was what made me take another look at that concept, uh, as far as the, uh, you know, the 5G association with this bug. Um, the air, it, okay. So take it over to the United States, and you go. Okay, so what's the situation in the United States? The very first outbreak, the outbreak that. Is, it, the people are dying is in Washington just outside well it's in Seattle it's actually a sub I, have, I think it's a suburb of Seattle it's very close to Seattle and it's in a nursing home so Derek just happens to be the next county over is the county that's being affected and I asked him some questions I said well do you know for a fact that you've got 5g in the area and he said yes and particularly the highway systems have it and because they've done measurements, and and uh, Janice Churchill in Washington is very, very much involved in, you know, tracking the 5G spread. So they know what they're talking about. And the roads that go into this particular area are, in fact, 5G. That means you've got 5G antennas all through, probably blasting this nursing home with these signals. Now, the people that are dying are dying in hospitals. Well, where do you get a lot of 5G already up and running that nobody talks about? Hospitals! And the symptoms of EMF total poisoning are identical to what they're seeing. And in particular, the the, the lungs themselves. I was listening to um, Fox... <laughs> And this guy was on who is uh, reads uh, cat scans, and he was on there to try to spread the word to other people, technicians that read cat scans, that they had discovered the markers of the bug in c- CT scans of the lungs, and they showed here's uh, you know the first phase, second phase, third phase and they were showing you the different looks at the in the CT scans of what was happening to these people and it was pretty drastic what you were seeing and then the, and, and a lot of it goes into pneumonia i mean you know that's in many cases that's that's the thing that that actually is the the last thing that, that happens is the, the pneumonia kicks in and they showed CT scans of pneumonia and it was nothing the same and he was saying, now that we know what to look for, he said, you know, get people these CT C- scans. Don't bother testing for it. You know, they they don't even know what they're testing for. Get CT scans. Every hospital has them. If you've got somebody that you think has got a problem that way, you can see it. It's very clear in the, uh, you know, taking the pictures. So, yeah. It's it's very it's very very interesting to me because I'm I'm giving you a snapshot of a number well we're giving you and na- that snapshots of different interpretations of what might really be happening. On the other side of it, you've got this amazing. Uh, just everybody's so scared. I mean, I went out and put the garbage pail out front yesterday, and I said. Frank was doing something in front of his house, and I waved to him, and, hi, Frank, how you doing? He said, Are, what do you think about this f- bug? <laughs> and I'm like, I ain't worried about it, you know? I mean, but there's this, this terror that's creeping into people uh, concerning this. So while they're distracted doing that, all of the things that we told you were, you know, in the works. Are being are happening? That would be very very interesting. Is if if this wasn't part of, you know, the takedown, because one of the rumors that came out pretty early was that um, I'm forgetting who it was, but there was a number of people that seemed to be not feeling well, including the Pope, and they were wondering, are they using this to actually get rid of all these bad people? without, you know, explaining why. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Pope died because he kissed some babies. Poor Pope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what about the, this, is, isn't it this guy, uh, is it Bidden, the one who who's being photographed wherever he goes, he's spelling people's hair and babies' hair and women's hair. He's got this obsession with hair.
0: I've got to do this because Biden. I, Biden. I I had to do it too. You know, Biden. He's saying bidden, which is probably the way you should pronounce it. Um oh. but you're all, you're always correcting my pronunciation. They call, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> I don't
2: know how they pronounce it. I, I just see it written. I don't know. Right. People they, they,
0: it's a hard eye, Biden. Mm. So anyway, yeah. Say that again, Biden. What? Oh, yes, well, the, 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 the touchy feeling. You know,
2: he's always smelling people's hair and
0: yes. baby's
2: hair and women's hair. And it's like he's got this fetish or obsession about hair. And so they, they were making fun of that.
1: So yes. Talk about bad eyes. <laughs> Biden, I can't even look at him. His eyes are too freaking freaky to me.
0: Well, you know, one of the weird things that um, I heard on Fox, so it might not be true, but then again, apparently Bernie Sanders, you know, he just he he sort of appeared on the scene when he became a, a, a senator in, in you know from uh, Vermont. But if you go back to his past, he actually spent time in com- communes in Israel and. Someplace in the States or something, or, you know. But he's got a past that's really kind of iffy when you get oh, into it.
1: It's freaky, too.
0: Yeah, and he wrote um, some papers. I don't know what it was, but they had writings that supposedly were Bernie Sanders that were so sexually explicit that I was like appalled. Yeah,
1: made me want to throw
0: up. Oh, you heard it, too. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and you you wonder. You, you, okay, so it comes out on Fox, but the fact of the matter is, if this is a real document, and they can prove that Sanders said it, I guarantee you, there's you know you think the women had a backlash against Trump. This is doomsday, because just the fact that somebody would think it and then put it on paper was spooky,
1: and share it.
0: Oh, yeah, he had to have shared it, yeah. Yeah. So he's... he's, Why did he do this? um, It would have been probably in his early 20s, in the 20s time frame, it would seem to me. You know, and yes, I mean, he's young and all this sort of thing, but the very fact, I mean, maybe maybe men do fantasize like that. I don't know. But this is the first time I've ever known of anybody that was a politician who actually wrote it down and now it's out there so that... And if he used his own
2: name? Not a
0: pseudonym? Oh, no. Right. It, was, it was who he was at the time. I mean, and it is out of context, but the fact that, <laughs> that that image would even be in his mind was freaking me out. Yeah. So this, I mean, none of these two candidates are just full of holes. I mean, they... Sh- <laughs> so you're voting for Swiss cheese? <laughs> yeah, I, I am not voting for... for I'm sorry. And, and it's amazing the amount of
2: disinformation, like this, this girl that does home care for my neighbor across the street. She came over to talk to me and she was asking me who I was going to vote for. And she's going to vote for Vernie because she studied him in depth. And that he's he, he wants to bring the country back to the way it was. And I'm lo- I'm looking at her and I'm and I'm thinking, I don't know what your source was, but you're obviously not getting the correct information if you have this, you know, celestial view of this of this candidate. You know, so like he's like the best thing since baked bread or something like that. I'm, I'm like I'm not going to offend her by saying I said to her, Well, you know, you're a US citizen, you, you vote for whoever you choose what are you, you going to do tell her no you're misinformed and you're believing a fairy tale well you know <laughs> well,
1: she is I mean if she really had studied this dude
0: the first thing I said to
1: her I've I,
2: I, I lived in a socialist regime I'm telling you it's not what they promise it is you, I have lived it. Have you lived in a, in, in a, in a country with a socialist? No. So, you know, they're, they're believing the fairy tale because I guess they want to believe the fairy tale. I don't know. And the, uh, She says, she's telling me, oh, he wants to separate the corporate world from the government. I said the, corp- the government is a private corporation. Until you tell me that they've revoked the charter of the corporate U.S., you know, and I don't want to vote for a corporate officer. I'm sorry, that's that's just my my view. You're, I'm not voting for a, a representative of the people, I'm voting for a corporate officer. So, you know, tell me that the corporation is closed already, and then, then I'll go perform my duty and vote for someone who's really, you know, representing the people.
1: She didn't really do her research, because our country has never been the way Bernie wants it to be.
0: Yeah, well, I started to tell you that I saw this very interesting presentation by a black man who was, uh, uh, he probably was my age, but he was articulate, really, really together, um, presenting something that I was like, am I understanding this right? And thank God it was an hour show. <laughs> because the there is a uh, thre- treatise out there that, the Revolutionary War was not fought in 1776 time frame. It was, it was a result... Okay, it wasn't a result of us trying to break away from the British colonies because of taxes and unfair government. It was to protect slavery... And the actual establishment of the United States was in 1696 or something, when the, or it was probably earlier than that, when the first slaves were brought to America. Now, this is like, what? But then they get deeper into this, and it turns out that this is what's being taught in the schools. And that this man represents a group of people who have been like, we got to stop this. This is just absolute insanity. This is not truth. It's not history. It's got no, no legs to even stand on. And yet, school system after school system is teaching it. So um, he said. So we're writing papers and sharing them amongst ourselves. You know, telling each other what we already know that this is bogus. He said, but now it's gotten so that it's growing so fast that we have to now become activists. And he starts citing names of people that they're bringing into their organization to try to fight absolute BS history that is being officially presented to the the United States kids. And this woman, you know, the fact that she doesn't understand the Constitution of the United States, does that surprise me? No, because they don't teach him civics. And I forget what the, what the uh, percentage was, but virtually no person under the age of 30 knows, can name the branches of the government. They don't even know the fundamentals of the government. They don't know what a republic is. They don't know what we're supposed to be. And they certainly don't have an idea about socialism. And the reason that it's so popular is why? Because it says, don't you worry, Nana. daddy's going to take care of everything. You'll never be responsible for anything in your life. (laughs) It has not worked. They've tried it in many places and never once has it worked. I mean, certain aspects of shows, I like the phrase um, benevolent capitalism in that You understand that capitalism only works when the people are free to choose because capitalism is based on, you know, the people wanting something, supply and demand. So they artificially create the demand for things that nobody really wants, but they all need. And that's how they're propping up their, uh, you know, capitalist agenda with no compulsion to worry about the people. Oh, we just make them think what we want them to buy. You know, so so that's that's where you get that. You know, that's what your 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 way your your typical traditional Republican was one of them. That's why Democrats, old Democrats like me, you know, that's what we were against. You know, it wasn't it wasn't against capitalism. It was against the perception of you can't keep using advertisement to phony up this demand. This is not the way it works. You're working on buildings that are being bricks built with bricks with no cement. So um, that that was what the the Democratic Party was that I understood. That you know, they are for certain socialistic um, comp- concepts. To, but that's to bring it within the concept of overall a capitalistic and, bene, and, and, and a capitalistic economy with the realization that you're only as healthy as every single citizen in the country so yes it doesn't surprise me that she doesn't understand what socialism is yeah. and and the promise is no responsibilities
2: and um the thing that you were saying about the schools They're being taught all this bull. Uh, You took me back in time to uh, the 1990s when I was doing IT work in New York. Uh, My ex-boss, it's a very tiny family business. And these are very, uh, uh, my bosses were the the owner of the company, the father and the son. So it was a a father-son business. And these are um, conservative Jewish people and they were very active in their community and one time my ex boss you know the son was incensed with anger because his uh, he had two teenage teen uh, girls that were going to high school and all of a sudden one day he ends up discovering talking to his daughters that in school they were in history where they were being taught about the, the whole Watergate scandal and everything that happened. They were actually painting Nixon as a victim, that he was innocent and that the opposing, the his, his opposition wanted to put him in a bad light and this and that, like he was a poor innocent angel who was <laughs> made to where look bad. Where are
1: these books coming
2: from? Exactly. And he says, and I said to him, Ira, Can you imagine this is happening in a time when most people, a lot of people that were alive during the Watergate are still alive. I mean, I, I was a kid and I remember seeing these things on TV and never paid attention to them because I didn't know what they were talking about. I was too young to realize what was happening. But I said, most people today, I mean, a lot of them were alive at the time of the Watergate, so they know the truth of what was happening. It was being televised every single day. It was hour after hour they were televising the Watergate hearings. And now this is what they're pushing in schools, a complete rewrite of history, you know, changing the roles and who was the bad guy and who was the good guy. I said, What's, what about all the things that happened before we were alive? How, how true are they? <laughs> well, it's es,
0: it's estimated that it takes one generation for a whole society to forget who they were, mm. especially when you're lying to the children. And how many parents actually sit down with their kids and say, "What did you learn in history today?" No. They don't know. They, the parents don't know what they're being taught, and the teachers. And and again, this is this is just. Listening to you know certain people who know teachers, and the frustration level in teachers, especially the old ones, you know, it's like I know one, and she is just like, I'm retiring because I can't handle it anymore, because her her children, and these are these are peop- these are kids that are you know in first and second grade, that the that the, the the children have absolutely no foundation of respect for her or anybody else and that is compounded by the fact that when you have a problem child and you call in the parent the parent comes in and yells at you for you know pointing to their kid No, it's your
2: job to raise it I had him but you raise him it's your job
1: you know, and <laughs> this within is, boundaries, they're not allowed to touch them. They're not allowed to yell at them.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I mean that in, in a in a society that I grew up with, you listen to people in authority. You know, it was built in. You know, you may behind their back do something different, but you at least respect them because you're afraid not to. And now they just make any, anybody who is, you know, a teacher, a helper, you know, the parents. I remember this one guy, he was talking to me and he said, I just had the, the ding, this thing happened to me. And I said, yeah, go on. He said, well, my sister asked me to, um, she was going to wait for a couple of days and asked me to babysit her kids. And my niece, <clears throat> who was like 16, wanted to do something, and I don't remember the details, but um, he said, no, I'm not going to give you permission to do that. And she said to him, if you don't, I'm going to pick up the phone and call the police and tell them you were molesting me.
1: That's when I handed my kids the phone after I dialed the police department. I said, go ahead, tell them. The policeman said, sounds like you need a good spanking.
0: (laughs) Oh, so one of your kids did that?
1: Oh, yeah, they said, I'm going to call the police. I said, well, you don't have to. So I dialed the police. I told them what was going on, handed the phone to the kid, and the policeman said, sounds like you need a good spanking. <laughs> 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 don't threaten me. <laughs> I'll do it.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, this guy, well, you weren't a man. Right. you know And this was a sexual allegation. And you know how they, I mean, that never leaves you. Just have one kid say that about you, whether it's true or not. You're screwed for life. And he was really concerned. <clears throat> he was concerned because of his own, like, I couldn't believe that she would say that to me, but he was very concerned by this being an indicator of where we were as a society. And I agreed with him that, wow, I mean, I don't have any kids around me. You know, I'm like Walt, Ba Humbug on the kids.
2: Well, uh, I just recently saw, um, uh, my mom is the one who founded a, a great uh, YouTube short. I think it's called New Math or, or Math. And it's a school teacher. She's teaching math. And one of the kids, when he did his test, he, he in the test it says, how much is 2 plus 2? Two? And he puts 22 as the answer. So she says it's the wrong answer. It's 2 plus 2 equals 4. And the kid throws a tantrum. So next come the parents to visit the teacher because who does she think she is thinking, you know, uh, uh, separate, segregating him or pointing him out because uh, how do you know that's the right answer? And, and they, both parents have gone up on the teacher to the point that the woman even slapped the teacher. Yeah. So this kept going. It kept escalating like the, like the, uh, the school principal he made it look like the teacher who had some kind of personal agenda. That's why you're doing this, and and it went up to, to the board. I mean, this whole thing escalated to the point that, even the media showed up, and they they, they fired the woman. So they
0: had this whole. Is Jewish this true farce. or was this a farce?
2: No, it's a it's a it's a short. It's a, it's a work of fiction.
0: Oh, okay. All right. I don't know sure.
2: if it sounds like is something has already happened, but it's it's a short. It's in YouTube. You can find it. So at the end, here, there, they had this whole huge press conference, and did, the, the, and the um, the school principal is going to make an example of the woman that you you shouldn't be doing this. You know, who do you think you are that you you think oh they have all the right answers? And and the woman kept saying in her defense, but it's math. There's only one answer, and that's what they kept fighting against. So here here's the school principal. In front of all these cameras and all these reporters, and he's saying to the one, to the one okay we're going to pay off we're going, we're going to pay you for your last for your last uh, cycles that you worked here so that's two thousand dollars for the previous week and two thousand dollars for this week. So that's four, thousand dollars, correct And she looks at him and she looks at the cameras and she goes, "No, that's wrong. It's 22,000. And he's looking at the cameras, and he's like totally frozen, like a deer in the headlights of a car. <laughs> <laughs> because this is what this is what they were, you know, hitting here over the head. Because two plus two is four. And she goes, "It's math. There is only one answer. It's not like an, an optional answer or a subjective answer. It's only one answer." Oh, so you have a math agenda, huh? So now he's in front of the, the all of these all of these cameras and all of these newspapers that are, you know, covering this particular case, and now he's got to tell her that she's wrong? So that's, that's how the episode ends. She totally has him.
0: <laughs> well, I think, <laughs> it's, I, think, I, I think it's preposterous that you have to have a group that becomes an activist group to go back to true history. I mean, where 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 are we in the society, you
2: know? Now you understand all those people that, well, those, I'm not saying everybody can do it because there are a lot of single parents and they have to work to maintain their families. But now you understand all those people that are that are able to do it and are motivated to do homeschooling on their kids. It's the only way that they can at least make sure that they're getting a good formation and are being properly informed because we can't rely on schools anymore.
0: No, they're cesspools of, plague uh, of propaganda.
2: Yep.
0: Wow. Good thing. Good thing we know about Shanghai and about you know Kachinas and Blue Stars and you know. Yeah,
2: and I noticed I, I I comment I you there were there was more than one post on Facebook. I didn't comment on your post, but I comment on your same post that was um shared by another gentleman and I said I've looked at several videos of when you have falling meteorites and the first detail that you notice is the yellow orange and red colors that you see in the trail as the incandescent body of the meteorite is burning up in the atmosphere that that's it's a consistent element when you in all these videos that have been captured but when you look at this video this thing is blue <laughs> So it's not it's not even burning up, is it?
0: Well, we were on with say what with uh, Barbara White, and she was in Egypt and was discussing her trip. And at one point, they were in the, where the Sphinx is, and she couldn't see because it's a, it's actually got buildings there's a temple right in front of the Sphinx. You don't normally see it in pictures, and she couldn't see the uh, the Great Pyramid. But one of the guides said, if you look at the pyramids in a special way, you can see their energy field, their aura, so to speak. And she remembered being trained to do this many decades before that. So she starts looking at the middle pyramid. And sure enough, she sees the aura, and it's blue. So she mentions this to me, and I pull up the picture of the comet, and I said, any chance it was that blue? And she, oh, my God, it was. You know, now the one next to it, the smaller one had a pink glow to it. So it's not like every pyramid has a, the blue glow. But um that was very really interesting. And again, synchronicity. Why would she have done that? Why would she have remembered to report that? She was talking about uh you know, a couple of weeks there, she had a lot of storytelling, but those are the things that make me so sure that whatever happened was massively important.
2: Yeah. And it wasn't just it wasn't. We know it wasn't man-made, and it wasn't just any any meteor. Meteor, you know, run-of-the-mill meteor burning up in the atmosphere. Because if it was burning, I'm sorry that you're not supposed to see blue unless it's a it's a single mineral so specific that it's giving off that color. Also, if, when you look at the the video, I noticed. The, the video is not very detail-filled because somebody accidentally was able to film it. It's not like somebody was, okay, Let's we know this is going to be falling here, so we're going to be ready for the latest photographic. Well, no, they just captured it with whatever was available. But do you notice a trail? I don't notice a trail, and you know what, what little there is of the video. It's almost like a controlled descent. Also, when you consider... Uh, size, angle, and speed hitting the ground with something, uh, you know, uh, as you know, the acceleration increases the, um, the, the, the momentum of it. So something that's one ton of weight will do damage equal to a hundred tons of weight given, you know, the speed at which it's hitting the ground. Plus the angle at which it's hitting the ground. And there is no report or any, of any major, major damage down on the ground. There's no giant crater, there's no smoking forests.
0: No, because it there's exploded. No gigantic destruction. It exploded. But,
2: now, oh, if you, if but you, I, I thought you said I thought you said that Sophia gave you the map where they they indicate where it touched the ground.
0: Well they're indicating it, but I don't know what they're indicating. They've got all these arrows oh. pointing towards so but if you if you really study well, first off, I've done a remote on it. I see I see what happens to it, but um, oh, okay. when when it came in, now it was coming in 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 a uh, you know uh, an angle that was uh, the angle itself was an angle that you see very often in meteorites. There wasn't any weirdness about the way it was. It wasn't like it was dropped or anything else. You know, I mean, it was mm-hmm. yeah. And <clears throat> if you look at it, you see that there seems to be um, a fog around it. Mm -hmm. Now, that's where it's hitting the upper atmosphere, and it's beginning to heat up. So, it was blowing off some kind of debris field. But, within a matter of fractions of a second, basically, it exploded. Now, again, this is something that does happen with meteorites. But, when i was remoting it okay i was underneath it so i didn't and they took me out before whatever happened happened that's why i initially said i believed it was plasma I, it was more of a plasma ball and that i don't think there was debris because i didn't see any debris um but then after the fact somebody said that another reader who i respect said that there had been and she didn't know about me talking about plasma but she said that there were uh, like droplets that came down and formed little pools of blue light. And that's what she was seeing. So I went back in and I took another look at it, changed the time to see it when it. When it you know, nothing. There was no big ball that ever hit the ground. But Ooh. there was a, like a shower of small particles that came down. Um. I would say, yes, they probably were the, what she described. But they, as soon as they cooled off, they became solid, but embedded in a huge area of the Carillion field. So I think that there is things there, but I don't think they're going to find it. This Not- confirms
2: what i what I asked many times with dowsing. Shanghai is galactic black goo.
0: Totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was that was a goo meteorite
0: <laughs> well it wasn't black goo it was blue goo <laughs>
2: correct because it, it was it was shining it was I guess nobody has ever talked about what happens if you heat up black goo because you know first off which one is it is it the natural earth's black goo is it the bad alien black goo so I don't know if they've done experiments heating it up who knows at one point it might become incandescent
0: well um, yeah. you know if you just think about the the original meteorite strike the one that delivered the shungite field 2.5 billion years ago there was no atmosphere there was nothing for it to hit or heat it up it just was kept its trajectory right Mm-hmm. it's also a planet that's still in a very molten state so i suspect that when it came in it came in but then sort of floated on top of this molten planet because again it's at ground level you know that's that's why the scientists want to think in terms of a you know, progression of uh, life, plant life disintegrating and then becoming coal, carbon, blah, 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 blah until it's shungite. That's such BS because of the C60. If that were true, we'd be finding C60 in bogs all over the place. But we don't find that. The only place yeah. that seems to be prevalent and probably the most prevalent molecule in the universe is in interstellar space. So, <laughs> you know, you gotta you got to look at it. But um, the, the other question that I've always wondered about is why did it break up the way it broke up? There's, I mean, they just go in with steam shovels and and dig up the nuggets. It's it, and there are areas of solid. We, you've seen those, the cave. There's a Shungite cave. Mm-hmm. So there are large, you know, parts of it. But why did so much of it just break up? And again, I think that that was so that we would have nuggets to play with, <laughs> <laughs> you know because how else would nobody would have thought to take these huge pieces of carbon something or other and break them up into nuggets I mean that that just but you know it wouldn't have been economically feasible. Why would you do it? but no, they're just laying there. you just go in and you just take a steam shovel and put them in the steam in the tr- truck and take him and send him to Nancy and Walt <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean the more you look at it the more i really am beginning to feel like i'm a character in some novel <laughs> you know yeah we don't have any control in this whoever's writing this book is who's playing the game we're just characters but we're good characters. We're very, very good characters. We we do play the game. Well, reality sci-fi.
1: <laughs> well, we came to talk.
0: Yeah, we came here to talk. And talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And we talk in the
1: place where everybody knows our name.
0: <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. Um, I'm just and the, more,
2: the most important message that you can deliver is that Okay, stop letting someone else tell you your story. Write your own story. Make your own reality. That's that's the thing. We have to grow up. Enough of having people, you know, having a system feed you the reality that you're supposed to be living now. Enough of that. You got your energy back, use it. You know, now that you got, now that you have a way of Reclaiming your personal energy, your personal space. Use it. Don't let anybody else decide for you. Is it scary at first? Of course, because you're leaving. You're leaving the safety of the uh, canary's cage, right? Well,
0: it goes, it, right? it goes back to storytelling, you know. Um, and you know, Fulford had it. You know why try to muck with a reality that's working fine? You had it perfectly; it works fine. Why are we trying to change it? Yeah, <laughs> it was designed for control, and so you got a story that is, uh, to be honest, the Terminator. All right, we're in the pre-sequel to the Terminator on that reality, and then you have um, people like yourself and me and Dolly and. All sorts of people who believe in a spiritual reality of angels and love and you know compassion and empathy and so we start to 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 put out the energy that creates that reality because reality is what we think it is and then you know in that story you have characters i.e. us who are willing to take that concept of a different reality one that's based on spirituality and for them to start thinking in terms of energy and what do we need to make this new reality so as we are progressing in the storyline the writer the author of this story says because I'm, i'm a fiction writer i know this this is how you do it you set a you set a scene up a story this is what's happening And this is where I want to go. But then you go, oh crap, I haven't given the background to this particular situation that will make it understandable and believable by my audience. And so I go and I write up a fictional past. And boom, that becomes part of the story. So even even things in the past can be manipulated. That's why we talk about Mandela. Because when Mandela became president of South Korea, South Korea, South Africa, (laughs) I'm like, but that guy's dead. And I'm thinking, maybe it's his son or some other Mandela. And then I find out, no, he didn't die in prison as I knew he had died. He's alive and well. And that's how, and, and there were so many of us, because this was a big event, Mandela, the hero, has been has died in prison. It had a lot of emotional, because at that time you were it was apartheid. It was the you know whites putting down the blacks, and there was a lot of energy associated with it. Um, we had had our own sort of you know upheaval in the sixties slash seventies with our black community. That black community was more in the eighties when he was, and he died in prison. Everybody knew the story. Martin And Luther.
1: we witnessed the funeral.
0: Yeah, and and you was it you that told me that you had a moment in class where you all prayed for him or something? Somebody told me that story. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, somebody was in in school and they interrupted the school to say that this you know Martin Luther uh, Martin Luther that uh, Mandela had died and you know let's all pray for him you know and they said. That's they didn't even know who the guy was at the time, but they did it in the, in the school. Um, so there was a tremendous amount of memory associated with that event, and then we flash forward to it was I'm not even sure now because I'm so bad with dates. I'm like you with years, you know, uh, yeah. Walt. Um, oh. well, you too, you know, but it's like there was the Mandela thing starts to happen. And I can remember clearly what it was about. It was about um, Kirk Douglas' death.
1: And he died again, you know.
0: Yeah, I know he died again, but 101. I think he's probably dead now. Do
2: you have... uh, Sorry, since we're only seven minutes away before the the show's over, I just wanted... You have Netflix, don't you, Nancy? Uh, No. Oh, okay, sorry. Well, for those that have the Netflix service look for a Turkish TV series called The Gift you are going to love it because it's all about a woman that actually changes reality <laughs> so I'm not going to spoil the ending for you it's, it's, it's I hope they do a season 2 because that was amazing how they ended season 1 and it's all about changing the very fabric of reality
0: now you said so. this was in Italian Turkish Turkish. Turkish? Is it in English?
2: Yep. Yeah, they, they have the uh, you can uh, you can choose the soundtrack in your device, so you can either hear the original Turkish or or hear the dubbed English. Plus, you can activate uh, closed captioning, so you can read the text. Oh,
0: uh, I, reading text. I can't. I can't do that. Well, you know, you can no, just activate you know the it.
2: English track, but uh, it's uh, very very well done. Well, uh, and, it was, and I thought, wow, this is this is kind of spooky. The way they're discussing this, the, the same thing that we discussed over the radio. There, they're making a TV series about this. So that was really.
0: But see, this is nice. this is part of it. Um, as soon as as soon as you begin to get it in your head, what's really happening? Okay, that realization becomes an aha moment in the collective consciousness of humanity. So it's sitting there waiting for somebody else who says, "I want to write a TV show. I'm a Turk. Let me think about this." And all of a sudden, you tap in to a story that is basic, is basically true. But now <clears throat> you're seeing it as fiction. And I can tell you that that you know when I have written fiction, I've written a lot of fiction that I haven't actually um, published and when you're when you're writing it very often it's like you're being told a story and i think that comes from tapping into the collective consciousness where this thought is already in a in a, in its infancy and so then somebody picks it up writes about it now it is a real <clears throat> it's it's permeated the 3d as a fact you know as a book and i Remember, while I was watching the, uh, when I was when I was doing fiction and stuff, that I was writing a book that was about World War III, and one of the things that I contemplated while I was doing it is, well, if I make it into a book of fiction, then it can't happen in 3D because it is basically fiction. A version of it could happen. But you've taken out because you have made it a real situation um, in fiction. You actually that influences what is allowed to happen in a given reality. We we don't understand. I, I mean, I'm I'm always amazed at where I see the potentiality of human thought taking us. And I swear every time. I think that the reason that you probably did become aware of a reality change and that there was a reality change because there was a reality change when that blue meteorite was sent to us but the oh,
2: yeah
0: but the the reality change actually was in 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 motion because of the road that it took you to get to the concept of energy resonators and how we can affect a given 3D bubble of reality with devices that manipulate energy and manipulation of energy is defined as magic. And that's why I call Walt Silver the master magician. (laughs) If Walt hadn't have gone and done the things that he did well, if Nazi had
2: not gone and given us old Shanghai, then I would still be tinkering in the dark. Well, so. I
0: also picked you up off the road. You know, hey, you want to take a trip with me? <laughs> but t- that took more courage than I can even even try to co- convey to the audience. The the courage Walt had to actually listen to me and trust me enough, because I mean, it was rocky there for a couple of years, but. When you get to when you get to a point where you understand that every time you get to a new level of understanding, everything morphs. Yeah. I mean, Carter came into to our life out of nowhere. Somebody should have known about this guy, and boom, he's there. And of course, there's a backstory that he wrote it in '89, and you know, but that's a yeah, fiction. But we, that's a writer changing.
2: Our, it. We just shifted into a reality where he existed.
0: Precisely, <laughs> precisely, precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suspect that if, if you know, we're absolutely, it is the blue, the blue um, star that is carrying a, a cosmic energy that the Hopis call, uh, you know, godlike. The blue star Kachina. We're we all of this is going to be fine all of the darkness that we talk about and sometimes laugh about all of it's going to be fine it's just part of the story so we are at the top of the hour that was can the last I hey can I ask yes, you one thing please.
1: so what do you think of what I said about Pence now what do you mean well I said he wasn't the same Pence that was elected
0: Oh, I don't know. It it could it could be true. I mean, I have no doubt that it could be true whether it is or not. I mean, I could do a reading on it. But, like you, see, you know, I mean, th- there's so much it, if you know everything, it's not as much fun. That's true. You know, so there's some things that I go, "Oh, that's an interesting story, but I don't feel the need to Unless it comes up and it's something that I need to know right here and now. Yeah, is is this true or not? You know, it's like, I just get into the stories. And I don't know what what story's going to win. I think that the story that nobody's ever told is the one that's going to win. You know? What's going to be the final outcome? And like I say... that's
2: that's the thing. The story is always morphing because everyone is a player and everyone plays a role so it just keeps morphing as it goes
0: and we've probably been doing it for many lifetimes over gosh only knows how long in different universes it's, it's you know it's gorgeous it's almost like
2: the, like the intro to the um, for those that have played that uh, game missed the audio intro it's very interesting and um, as he's Reading or reciting the introduction, uh, he ends with the words because the end is not yet written. So you don't know how the game's going to end because the end is not yet written. You're, you're writing the end as you progress. So that it's applicable to this as well.
0: Reality <laughs> is what you think it is and as yeah. you go through through life and you're <laughs> changing the way you're thinking, you are changing reality. It's simple math and then the concept of enterology you know, in math, there is no math in enterology. It's it's beyond math. You know, math is something they use in Newtonian. You know, it's like, you know, well, can I have the formula for that?
2: Well, you've heard, uh, I'm sure that by now with everything you've read, you've heard the term Maya, that in, in Hindu mythology, Maya is the great cosmic illusion. Well, one of the translations for Maya is the measurer because that's what it, that's what the illusion is all about measuring stuff. How long is something? How heavy is something? How big is something? So that's what the illusion does. It's it measures things. It puts them into into some kind of value so that you can interact with it. So that that was always very insightful when I when I said what one of the translations for Maya is the measurer. So if you're measuring something, it's not real.
0: <laughs> it, it, yes, because in, in an energy universe, math is not going to work. Yep. Because it's just like the you know story you told about you know there's only one answer in math. That's true in the three D, but in the, in the in the 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 new reality, okay, that we're going to, which is an energy universe where we understand the mechanism of energy. No, there is never one answer. <laughs> There is never one answer, period. And with that, we're going to say goodnight. Thank you both. Uh, You want to say goodnight?
2: Good night, ladies. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Dolly. Uh, Thank you, lovely audience, for being with us.
1: Good night, all. Thanks for being here. Love you guys. Bye bye. Teaching, preaching.
0: You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show Produced by Cosmic Reality Radio Thank you for listening Choose your heart as a